0: Hello and welcome to the special episode of the ANF podcast. Just with me today, Scott Cass and Rennie. Um, and I thought it would be good just to kind of summarize um, my uh, I attended the, the launch of the barometer yesterday at Westminster. Um, And I thought it'd be a great idea just to come on and give you a quick summary of what I heard, who I saw, um, and all the the in-between bits. So um, I... Must apologize to my co host Al Coates because if he had been there, he would have had everybody interviewed. He would have had sound bites, he would have had photos, he would have had the whole jing bang. Um, <laughs> I, um, I left here at six o'clock yesterday morning, um, which doesn't seem that early, but that was early to fly over to Heathrow um, and then make my way into uh, Westminster for 2 p.m. So, really, the, fir- the first thing met, met up with a friend of the show. Marie Kershaw, um, who's the clinical psychologist at Birmingham Children's Trust. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen Marie. She's obviously been on the show before, um, and it was really good to catch up with her in 3D, um, bearing in mind for a lot of people. This is the first time that they've been out and about, even now. Um, so yeah, it was really great to meet her, catch up. We, caught her, we had a catch up beforehand and we had a great old chat. So it was great to see Marie. Um, so, they, like I say, the event started at 2pm and um, it was quite a slog to get in through the security system at Westminster, um, not helped by um, a large group of uh, school children who entered the security queue before us. Um, but nonetheless, we got in there. Um, what I thought was interesting was the wander through uh, Westminster, um, the House of Parliament, should I say. Um, so we actually went through the room where the Queen was... Uh, lying in state um and i didn't really notice that until afterwards now i thought you weren't allowed to take photos but apparently you are so i missed out there um but there is one of the roof um with my face in it because i didn't want to be caught and probably would have got caught none of my luck um but anyway the it's it's a very plush place i have to say it's very very plush and and you know lots of kind of i don't know is it gold would it be gold or is it just some form of yellow enemy, lots of gold paint, nice lights, etc. It does make you wonder, um, you know, why they don't have the lights off when there's a cost of living crisis. But that's another story. On to the event. Um, arrived, um, met another friend of the show, Mark Ors. Um, It was really lovely to see him. Um, we had a, a very quick but in-depth chat, shall we say, about lifelong links Um, and obviously he is the chair of the, I think it's the National Adoption Standards, or I think that's what it's called anyway. Um, I did make some notes. Um, The National Adoption Strategy Um, and yeah, we had a a good old chat about some lifelong links um, kind of for the future um, and recruitment alongside that it was an interesting chat. I'm not going to share it because I don't know if it was in confidence or not. Um <laughs> and I, I don't want to get shot. But yeah, it was it was great to see him. It was great to have a quick chat with him. Um and uh, share an apple juice um with him as well. Um so from there, really the 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 days well the event started, um and uh Mike Ri- Ribeiro, I think he's it's pronounced, uh, the Chair of Trustees for Adoption UK opened the event and welcomed everybody and then passed over to Emily Frith, who again has been on the the podcast um, a couple of weeks ago, the new CEO of Adoption UK. Um, I think what was um, really kind of prominent was the fact that this is the fifth barometer uh, report so five years. Um, there is no other data like this um, in this Brommer. Um, and if you want to read it, um, the executive summary is available online or you can even download, I think she said it was 180 pages the full report. Um, but what was, what? <laughs> I didn't read it before I went. And the reason I didn't do that was because I was hoping for some kind of, oh, moments. There was no oh moments. There is no surprises in there at all, as far as I'm concerned. Um, there was, it was the same, kind of um issues that we face and um as parents as families um i mean i don't live there i still have these kind of things that go down with adoption but you know we're obviously not supported by the uk or the english government anymore in terms of adoption but from what i can see and what i hear and what people tell me there's there's still no difference although it is getting a little better um like i say you can read the full executive summary um online um, there was, um, chats from Emily, um, and then Sally D, <laughs> my, my old mucker, Sally D was there and, um, it was absolutely gave me tingles. Actually, they had, um, the young, they adopted adults panel, um, to share some stories of, uh, things to do with the barometer. Um, now the reason it gave me goosebumps is for two reasons. Number one, I always genuinely love to hear from people who have the experience that um, people who've been adopted have. But secondly, um, this is, this was a new thing that, can I blow my own trumpet? Sod it, I'm gonna. Um, so when I did the first ever conference, um, Adoption UK, way back when, 2018, was it? No, 2017, um, we had a chat about whether we could have a young person's panel. So I, I feel like I started something. And I'm glad that I did because actually it's it's kept going and they still do. And I spoke to Sally D quickly afterwards and she reassured me that it's definitely something that they have at all their events now. Um, <clears throat> you know, some may say, well, you know, that's only um, a couple of uh, people's perspectives on adoption. Well, of course it is, you know, I'm sure they can't cover everybody, um, but their stories were very, very um they were very open about their experiences. And it was mainly to do with support and how they hadn't been supported as young people growing up and, um, you know, basically transitioning into adulthood. And the fact that, you know, anything in adulthood is completely inaccessible. There's no support, there's no support groups. Um, and I think the, the main story that came, um, to my head and made me go, was the young man who was there. Um, I'm not going to give any names because I don't know if I'm allowed to, um, but he's in his um, mid to late twenties now. Um, He has, uh, he's been to university, he's got a partner, he's got a child in the way, um, and he was trying to access his records. So after a year of trying to find out how he could access his records, he essentially went on a waiting list and he was told it would be another year before he could have them. Within that time, three months later, he had a phone call to tell him that the person who he had spoken to had died and that was the end of that kind of journey for him. He felt it had taken too long and it just wasn't worth it at that stage um, to be able to kind of access the information that he wanted, I guess maybe he had it in his head, it was going to be a reasonably quick process, as you would imagine. You know, it's his it's his files. He's entitled to see them, um, but sadly that wasn't to be. So yeah, the, the young person's panel was very interesting. Um, there was a few MPs there, so we had uh, Claire Cotino who is the children's minister, or uh, the equivalent of the children's minister. Um, currently sitting um helen Hayes, who's a shadow children's minister was there as well who has been on the podcast um and ed timpson as well um uh, was there um ed hosted the event so he sponsored the event should i say um so he was uh, responsible for for being in um uh, westminster which was um great and <clears throat> we'll come to his um talk first his talk was quite interesting because although his uh, the timing of his um Brother's adoption was kind of in the 80s, there's still a lot of relevance there. Um, And he was very keen for everybody who's involved in adoption, whether you work in adoption, whether you're a parent, to consider the trauma aspects from the off, not just because we think that might be a thing, but because it is likely a thing and it's always going to be a thing and it's always going to have an impact on um, children and young people who are adopted into adulthood as well. Um, So, yeah, it was great to see Ed again. Haven't seen him for a while. Um, and uh that was that um Claire Cortina, well what was interesting about when she was talking was the fact that there was nothing new we know all that's going on we know all the support that's available or not so not available we know the ASF is there we know how many families it's helped we know how much money they spend on it um there was nothing new in there there was nothing to say wow okay so you, as a result of the barometer you've been you've been aware of all this for a while so, what are you going to do? There was nothing like that in there. It was, I, I thought that was really disappointing. I thought she may have taken the opportunity to say we're going to do this. Now, the only thing she did mention was a new national adoption strategy and how the barometer will have an impact on that going forward because that's not just a, a one-off, it's, its it's an ongoing thing. So that was really the only thing that I found of any interest. Um, she did admit that she had spoken to Michael Gove and um, other people who had been um, in the role before her when she took on the role, um, and you know she 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 claims that she knows how important children in care adoption, long-term fostering, special guardianships, how important they are and how much support and how much investment it needs. But until we see that, I'm not convinced. Helen Hayes, again, um we've had Helen on the um podcast. And um I just thought it was very interesting that, you know, she she commented on some of the outputs of the of the the barometer, obviously, and how she views the future with that. Um, Again, very, um, you know, very supportive. Um, In fact, both um, ministers thanked adopted parents, which kind of feels a bit (laughs) icky in some ways. Um, I don't think we need to be thanked. I think that, you know, adoption has changed so much. We're not, you know, we're not, um, we're not dealing with um, family life and expecting to be thanked for it in any way, shape, or form. Well, I'm not anyway. I don't know about you, but I'm certainly not. Um, So I don't think we need to be thanked. I think what we need to see is our children to be better supported. Um, And I don't think a thank you can do that. I don't think it's going to spur us on to do any better than what we're already trying to do. Um, So I found that quite, I guess I found it quite insulting, actually. Um, But in terms of Helen, well, Helen had all the right things to say, but I'm afraid to say it, did feel like it was turning into a bit of a canvas for votes for the Labour Party, and that was really disappointing. That really stood out to me. I, again, could be wrong. I might have just been tired, but that's just how it felt. Um, she was quite critical with the other minister in the room um, of uh, the Tories' handling of of you know all that's gone on with adoption and fostering and special guardianship and stuff and the care review. Um, so, which. Yes, do do challenge them, do do criticise them, because you know it hasn't been great. But actually, um, the the one thing that came out of it, and I think it was probably a fallback for her, is if Labour if Labour do get in, she she did cl- claim that um, the whoever ends up in government has got a big job ahead of them, and I think that was her way of saying, you know, we might not be able to do much better. That's how it felt. <laughs> yes, the pessimistic half glass um empty f- scenario there. So yeah, so that was that. Um who else talked? Then Emily came back on, just summarized really um what what the kind of um what the, the outcomes had been. And we had a, a very short video from Becky reviewing the the kind of highlights of the barometer report. Um Becky wasn't there, sadly. Um, she's on holiday sun herself somewhere. But um they've they've done it a little bit differently this year. So they launched the barometer um to the press and what have you a couple of weeks ago. So she did all that, and then they had the launch in Westminster. So so all in all, um yes, it was worth going to. Um it was uh, great to see so many people. It was great to see people who were really involved. It was great to see adopted adults there, um more than I've seen. Ever before, and it was. Re- I think it was really a key part of of them being to to them being there, um, because I think that they've definitely had an input into the the barometer. They're definitely continuing to to kind of influence adoption UK, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, however, you know, time will tell as to as to how that turns out. But um, certainly, in terms of how the barometer has gone five years in we're getting some great data, Um, some of the questions are the same every year to make sure that we do get that data, there was a few new questions in there this year Um, and with it being the fifth one obviously you know it needs to kind of keep on um, developing and and reviewing. It's very different to the PAC one um, and the Family Action one um, because it's a different kind of um, community should we say Um, and uh, yeah so you know, here's to the sixth one. Well done, Becky and everybody at Adoption UK. Um, I think you've done a great job on um kind of getting the data that's going to be really important. And, you know, I don't think you underestimate the the, the kind of fact that we were in Westminster when and it was launched in front of some MPs and ministers and what have you. So yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say on it really. Um, and as you can tell, with there not being our quotes here, it's probably rubbish, but whatever. I don't really care. Um well, I do care. <laughs> um, but yesterday was a long, long day. Um, anxiety, long day. Traveling there and back on in the same day as well. What was that all about? Well, needs must, I guess. But anyway, um, Hope you enjoyed this um, and we will talk to you soon. Cheating bye.